You're listening to a Between the Lines Studios podcast. You can learn more about this show and other Between the Lines shows at BetweenTheLineStudios.com. Everybody and welcome to the Elementary Podcast, the podcast about CBS's show Elementary, which we love. Uh, I'm Tabs, and I'm Naomi. And today we're talking about season one, episode twenty-one, landmark story, which awesome, very cool. Mm-hmm. So in this one, Sherlock is given a hint by Sebastian Moran, the man he once, the man he once thought to be Moriarty. He looks into a well-disguised murders and catches a killer hide by, hired by Moriarty. With the killer's help, he finds another man hired by Moriarty, but then that man is murdered. A lot of murders happen in this episode. Lots. Uh, <laughs> Moran then commits suicide in the most painful way possible after Moriarty leads him to choose between his own death and his sister's death. At the end of the episode, a phone rings, and it's Moriarty calling Holmes. Dun-dun-dun. The opening to this mm-hmm. with the guy sitting with his laptop in the room, like giving the, this other guy a heart attack over the internet. Yes, I mean that is like that—that that is both very cool and so scary mm-hmm. at the same time. Right. It's like, yeah, this this is what we can do now. Mm-hmm. You can just kill someone over the internet. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's it was a great opening. The the character of the the new assassin um was so great. It reminded me of there's a character in James Bond uh, and I can't remember which movie it is right now, but it's one of the Pierce Brosnans um where he's like, you know, my my specialty is celebrity suicide. You know, just basically that idea that he can set it up to to look like an accident. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That I I love that. I love the juxtaposition especially of of Moran big flashy showy kind of serial killer and this guy who's hang him upside down and bleed him and and this guy who's just you know let's make it look like an accident let's make it look like a heart attack it's great great if it wasn't for the the bruises on the guy's palms Mm -hmm. then they would have never known that it wasn't a heart attack right well and if it wasn't for Um, holmes and watson investigating it they would have never known because obviously nobody else picked up on those bruises and why would you you would just think oh you know he died. <laughs> he was in pain, you know, if if you saw them. Yeah. You just think it would be normal. I mean, I I have bruises all over the place. I'm like, oh, I've got another bruise. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember getting that. Where did that come from? Right. <sighs> so this was, this was another, like, M. This was a much more uh, intense episode. And I really enjoyed that. And obviously, because it's connected to, to M, <laughs> it had to be. <laughs> and we're leading up to the, you know, the final episodes before the finale so yes it's all escalating very quickly and i i really am liking the whole network Mm. that has been laid out and it's not just oh there's this big bad moriarty is out there and we meet him right but there really is that network and he has his big hulking you know vinnie jones is just awesome playing that rough hitman Mm. sort of character um, I, I, but whenever I see him, I'm just, I'm the juggernaut bitch. Right, it's like, right. yep, that's who he is. It I, doesn't matter what role you put him in. That's who he is. And then you've got this very intellectual, very smart 
man who's like, no, I'm going to push buttons over the internet. Mm -hmm. Make it, make it look like an accident, cover up my crime, you know, do the math for, or maths as Holmes would say for um, dropping the air conditioning on somebody. (laughs) It's great. It's, it's a good system that the Moriarty has set up that, that he has these people in play and he has different kinds of people for different kinds of things, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. And I liked I like the chase of this, you know, the the solving of things and 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 the, like the like the bees, like the detecting the bees and things like that. I thought was yes. really great. And that is, and, and I thought that that was a really cool sort of call out because I mean, didn't we say seeing... early in the season that we wanted to see a murder done by bees? I think so. I think we did. Like when I think when yeah. the pilot, yeah, there you go. And it was like so we got there and there. are there are bees around, mm-hmm. but Sherlock knows that these bees don't belong here. Right. And I mean, me, I look at a thing, I'm like, it's yellow and black and goes buzz. <laughs> it could be a bee, it could be a wasp. I don't know, I'm going to kill it. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is, it's right. going to be dead. Right. And Africanized bees. I mean, that whole idea, I, it was great. It, it was a great series of little deductions and finding, you know, finding the, the pieces and then realizing where the wasp was and that she was running every day there. And it was great. I, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I, I like the whole, the, the idea, the fact that they're trying to get this building to um, off of the landmark mm. registry. Uh, there's one of the buildings that I work in is a historic, on the historic registry. And so it puts just and, and it wasn't even like anything important um it's like this is one of the few remaining houses of the craftsman style of whatever mm. whatever so it was this was a house where you could literally buy the pattern in a book mm-hmm. and there were just thousands of these things mm-hmm. but because all of the other ones have been torn down they're like this is one that's left so we're going to make it a landmark and that means that we can't have you know modern air conditioning in there right. you have to use the vent system that's already there and so you walk into the place in the morning and it's like 90 degrees all the time or you sit right in front of an air vent and it's 40 there's nothing in between mm-hmm. yeah as it was a good twisty kind of plot i really enjoyed it i i kind of lost sight a couple times of of the building part of it because i was just so interested in like how is he going to catch this murderer? And how is he going to use this guy to get to this guy to get to Moriarty? You know, um, yep. I did like that Moriarty played Holmes because a lot of times in, in adaptations, um, you forget that Moriarty is supposed to be equal to Holmes in intellect. And the idea that, that Moriarty used Holmes to get what he wanted to, you know, to pass on the message to Moran was great. I thought that mm-hmm. was a good touch. Yeah. Very, very cool. I mean, of course, if, if I, looking at all the different adaptations, um, of course, my favorite is Young Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. in which case, um, even though that particular plan was foiled, Moriarty still bested him and got out right. and went on to commit more more crimes. Right. And I mean, in that case, you can say, of course, because Sherlock was only 14 years old and had no clue. <laughs> But, like, yes, you know, this isn't just, he was a very, very intelligent criminal. Mm-hmm. I, I like intelligent criminals. <laughs> and I have They're to, just so fun to watch. They are very fun to watch. I have to say that I was very excited. There were multiple references in this episode. Um, there's Thor Bridge, he mentions when um, she said, when Watson asked him, 
it sounds like you've done this before or something like that about breaking into the mortuary. Um, mm-hmm. And Thorbridge is, is one of the, the cases, the original cases. Um, there's the spider reference, which I thought was interesting that, that Moriarty gave it himself. Um, I'm, you know, yep. I'm like the spider in the center of the web. That's from the original stories. Um, there was another one and I can't think of it right now. Oh, um, the companion, you know, you, you're a great companion. Um, is it this episode? I think it's this episode where he says, you know, sometimes you're not an illuminary. Sometimes you illuminate. I can't remember exactly what he said, but <laughs> <laughs> I was just well, excited I, I, that it was multiple references. I, I will... I will admit that pretty much everything got erased in a- after watching the last five minutes of the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting here, I was like, I-, I had things I wanted to say about this, and I know I made notes, but mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know, we've been doing two episodes at a time, so yeah, we've seen the next one already. Um, I-, I, d- I-, I think the most surprising to me, though, was when he was in with Moran at the beginning, and Moran kills the guard. And, like, that was a great move, writer-wise, because it's, like, it's a reminder. We can't trust this guy. This guy is crazy. But it also, I, I think, really, I mean, it, I didn't see him as crazy at mm-hmm. that point. I was like, this guy is super smart. Right. He's not some, some dumb brute criminal who right. smashes where he's told. Right. He knows that the person who hired him has connections everywhere. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what happens. And this is the only person who knows the truth of the conversation that they just had. Right. He has to die. Right. Yeah, it was it was great. Um and I I really like the the small um the small plot line of Gregson in this episode talking with Watson. Mm-hmm. Um I thought that was really great. Perfectly done. It's this episode, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm mixing up my episodes. Where he tells her, basically, uh, why don't you yeah. not be? Yeah, that's this episode. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, I love that because... With his friend who made the widget. Right. I love and that because... I love the fact that he called it a widget instead of an app. Right. Like, that's so cool. <laughs> but I loved it because, you know, even though Watson says, oh, it's because I'm a girl, it's not. It's it's It shows his care for Watson as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and his fears, uh, and legitimate fears that, that Holmes would, you know, would put her in danger just to get what he needs. Um, I really like that moment. I like those moments. And yeah, I liked Watson, you know, yelling at everybody at the end. <laughs> I mean, it, it really is a, a great testament to how well the characters are developed mm-hmm. when you have a show like this, where you have the main character. And yet here's a scene that's happening where the main character isn't in there and it's two side characters talking, but Mm -hmm. it's still really compelling writing, really compelling characterization. And you're like, yes, it doesn't matter that the main character isn't here. These people are just as interesting. And I I, I love those scenes when we get them. Yeah. Um, I also really loved, really loved the straight jacket scene. Um, (laughs) For those who don't remember, Watson comes downstairs and here's Holmes trying to get out of a straight jacket and he dislocates his shoulder, which is what you're supposed to do to get out of a straight jacket. Uh, I know this because I have learned how to get out of a straight jacket. <laughs> um, I, thought, I thought you were like, because I've had, I have gotten out of a straight jacket before. I've I gotten have. in a straight jacket and, and escaped. And it was like, 
Right. That that just would have made you so much cooler, Jabs. <laughs> I mean, you're already one of the coolest people I know. But, right, right. Like, no. I, I had a time when I had this picture with Great Jabs. <laughs> that catapulted you to the coolest. Uh, and so you're I, still hanging out with the rest. Okay. Right, right. Uh, but I do love that, you know, Watson, Watson uh, putting the shoulder back in place while he's on the phone. I thought that was great. <laughs> yep. And just how, like, it, she had this whole, like, okay, we're, we're going to do this again. I'm going to have to help you again. You know, like, like uh, you know, like moms get sometimes when, when kids get stuck in something, you're just like, oh, okay, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I think, is one of the the things that they did with switching John to Joan mm -hmm. is you do get a little bit more of that motherly exasperated sort of sense from her right at times it's just like oh, I can't believe you're doing this again and I'm gonna be the one that cleans it up mm -hmm. and I mean it, it can play off I've, I've seen it play off with the you know regular Holmes Watson dynamic but with Lu with Lucy Lou and her deadpan face that is so awesome right and just so, so all she has to do is like lift her eyebrow half a centimeter and you're just like yes and it conveys so much and i just love it when she gets into those things mm -hmm. plus i i love that we have the straitjacket later when holmes has the actuary <laughs> you know it's like oh, this little scene that was kind of inconsequential like it was a good character moment that has led us to something important in the story which is holmes has a straitjacket we just used it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is a, it was, I mean, I keep saying this, but it was a really cool digging to the center of the spiderweb story. And it and really gives you a, a sense of how deep Moriarty is. Yep. And I mean, it's, it was really good in setting up the return mm -hmm. of, of this, you know, villain that was hinted at mid season. Right. And it wasn't just, I mean, there's there's so many ways that it could have come back when you, when you have someone like that, that reoccurring big bad character, and um, this was really like subtle how they did it, mm -hmm. and just very sleek. It's like okay, yeah, right. Because a lot of times when you do have a big bad that's kind of hidden, um, they become not scary because you haven't seen them in so long. Um, and it's like, oh, you're the Wizard of Oz behind the mat, you know, behind the curtain after a while. But I think with this and killing off all these people, mm -hmm. you know, like the sniper killing Douglas and, and then, you know, Moran having to kill himself, I think that keeps Moriarty in the really creepy, really scary kind of big bad. Yeah. And I mean, what, what I was thinking of was more along the lines of, so you have the setup mid-season, mm -hmm. and then it's the end, towards the end of the season, you're doing the season finale, and so, like, all of a sudden, Joan's making coffee in the kitchen one morning, and, like, the brownstone explodes, right. and somehow you find something that's related, and it's, like, this big, I'm here, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. I'm back, right. and yeah, no, it's yeah. just mm -hmm. very, very subtle. Yeah, very slow moving. Like, yeah. Yeah, because if it hadn't been for Moran saying something, then we wouldn't have led down this this rabbit trail that we get. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the idea that Moran knew he's like because I got his name at one point, but then the the name was withdrawn, mm -hmm. and it's like okay, and so you know here is this guy who's okay. We're gonna go through and I'm gonna send this one in. Or wait, no, let me reevaluate that. The time isn't right for this. We're going to redo it. We'll come back. Don't worry. I'm still going to get your job done. You just have to have patience. 
I'm going to do it perfectly. And it's like, okay, that's very cool. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, I get what you're saying because it's like a lot of shows do that, right? They bring in uh, the guy that killed your mom and yeah, he blows up something and you're almost dead. And yeah, I like that. It's, it's much different. Mm-hmm. And it's this whole trail. Like sometimes it's just like, oh, and the bad guy's here. Season finale, you know. Yep. <laughs> I like the slow, the slow bit. I mean, we had th- what th- four episodes, three episodes since like, this is twenty one, so twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. Like four episodes of this mm-hmm. build up of Moriarty, which I think is fantastic. Um, I do like the 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 code and and breaking it and being too late like i love that that sense of kind of failure that that holmes gets in this episode because you know you're not always going to win he's you know he's, he solves the code but it's too late and he he delivers the message and he's the person that did it and it's like ah uh. mm-hmm. <laughs> i like when heroes don't always win because it's more more truthful realistic <laughs> realistic more truthful yes realistic yay yay for realism <laughs> not a lot of realism folks I, I still like heroes to win, but Oh yeah. <laughs> a little bit. And then of course the concluding with Hey, we need to talk was brilliant. Great great cliffhanger. And and just the the voice on the cell phone. Mm-hmm. I mean that is that really is a great thing that um that this this sort of um I don't know, uh trope, I guess, uh um I can't think of the word uh, mechanism in acting now and, and TVs and movies, but the idea of just the cell phone. Can, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, Oh, it's this mysterious cell phone that got slipped into my pocket. I don't know where it came from, but now there's this voice on the other end or you know, someone calling and they're just this disembodied voice right. where, I mean, they, p- people, they made it work beforehand on the idea of receiving mysterious instructions and I don't know where it's coming from, but I really, I really like the way that it's been playing out with cell phones. So. Yeah. Thank you, people who invented cell phones. You make, you, you make watching TV better. Right, right. I know what you did last summer. Um, I never saw that. <laughs> I didn't either, but I know that. I know the... There's something about a phone yeah. in there. Um, but yes, very, very good episode. Do you have anything else you wanted to talk about for this episode? Um, no, I think we hit it all. Yeah. Very cool episode. I'm kind of, I am kind of bummed that Moran won't be back because he was a cool character. Yep. I mean, may, maybe he'll pull through somehow and just have like lots of brain damage and be just this sweet, fluffy guy. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't hurt a bunny. That's true because we don't know um, that he actually died yet, right? They didn't say. Yep. Yeah. His, his prognosis was severe. Right. Or just, I, I don't remember the exact word, but yeah, yeah it was. I mean, it was implied that he wasn't dead yet, but right. he would be very soon. Yeah, you're right. All right, well, that's it for us from Elementary. We'll be back next time with more. See you later. Bye. The Elementary Podcast is part of QuadruplC.com and Between the Lines Studio Network. Our theme song is Snow White Violins by Kumji. Make sure to check out his music by visiting KumjiBand.com. This podcast is produced under a Creative Commons license. Grr. Gah. Yay, me.